I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. Sorry about the angle of my camera right now. I realize it's not the most attractive angle, but I had to. It's not bad. Well, it's not what a woman wants. It's, it's not going bad. up my chin, up my um, nose a little bit. It, 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 I don't. It's not a bad angle. Thanks. And then if I like look down at you to try to get like straight on, then it's there. Go, it's then a little you're not. Chin. It's not. You're not. It's not too below where it's upsetting unflattering yeah you know that secret any woman over 30 never shoot them from below whenever i see that camera low at work i'm like raise that up another eight 12 inches keep it coming up coming up coming up coming up it's like bird's eye (laughs) yeah uh -uh. (laughs) bring it on up but then if you have it on top of your head that's bad ticks and you get gray hairs well then you see my 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 calic and your calic you have a calic in the back of your head Mm mm-hmm Really? I do. Yeah. Where? Right here. My right here. Like a swirl? Yeah. It's kind of like my the back of my hair does this like little funny thing. What is it? And I never understood what it was. I thought it was the haircut. And um that's not the case at all. It's a calic. Hmm. Nothing you can do about it. Mine's in Some the people front. have two. Mine's I right think here. I actually actually I have two. I have one in the back and one in the front. Yeah. Look like at us. Any. I like him. It's good. The hair like switches directions. Surprise me, you know? I mean, you know what? Even if you didn't like it, there's nothing you can do. Well, so true. There's that Learn too. to live with it. I'm sure there's some doctor out there that's like, I can get rid of your calyx. That sounds like the biggest waste of money. <laughs> I bet there's people that would pay for that. I don't know why. I'm sure there's people that would pay for that. Yeah. There's no. therapy. <laughs> there's <laughs> therapy. There's, a different there's also something that's free that. and it's just called acceptance. True. Acceptance. Yeah. How's your hair uh, growing out going? It looks big today. It's happening. Is that what happens? It just gets bigger? No. Um, I just finished. I worked out earlier and I came oh. home and that's why. How's your, how's your hair you. growth? Are you taking the vitamins to make it grow quicker? No, because at this point I'm kind of where I need to be. I just need a, a little bit longer, but not. it's not like what I was dealing with last year. That was like, grow it, grow it, grow it. And now I'm like, eh, it's pretty long. Well, last year you were just trying to grow out all the dead the bleach breakage. spots. Yeah. Like dead, dead grass bleach. on your head. 
It's totally what I had. Um, <laughs> apparently, shaving your head is back in style. So I missed that last year. Should have done it. Do you think I'm too old to do Like, let's say, not now, because I'm not in the mood. But let's say five years go by. So that, you know, I'll be older. Is that it? Should Do you think I missed my window? Because you have to have sort of a youthful face to do that. Or would you be like, do it, Leash? I don't know. Okay. Well, I guess just take a look at my face in five years and let me know. Because I'm sure it'll hit me again. I'll have, I get these like, you know, little bugs where I'm like, I got to do that. Yeah. I don't know. You don't sound that excited about it. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like put that in your, go to your Google calendar and find five years year in there and say ask Kate about buzz cut and I'll give you that answer remind me okay oh wow can I put something in for five years from now I think so wow look at that I just put something in for six months well that makes sense it's within the year um, that would be so fun for a calendar alert to go off in five years that you're like I think what you the can. hell is that I'm gonna do when it. I was in my 20s I thought about shaving my head but I thought why would I do that <laughs> and I never did. But then I would I'll just cut my why, hair super short. Yeah, but then I cut my hair super short. And I was yeah, like, me too. Ah. And then after four months. I've I, had it so close to shaved that I like almost know what I'm going to look like. But right. shaving it, I, it's this feeling too. I want it like all the movies when the girl like shaves her head and it looks really like. Ooh. You your G.I. Jane moment? Yeah, exactly. With the pretenders playing off in the background? Yes. That's what I'm looking for. Or Robin Tunney but I don't from go Empire into Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many movies. If I had a shaved head, I would probably dye it a color. Mm-hmm. What color? But then I don't know. I don't know what color, but I would think probably like a pale blue. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, we're playing the make-believe game. But well, before so I made not? those decisions in life, I would ask, Am I? did I hit the age point where this is inappropriate? That's what I'm, that's what I was just asking you. But I also feel like outside of things that maybe like your body wouldn't look great in at a certain age. What is that whole age like cap thing? Who cares? Like what? I don't, what, I don't what, know. What, like, what, like what clothing? Like a, like a tube top. Do I need to walk around in a tube top now? No. If I was 23, I wouldn't ever wear a tube top. Well, okay. But that's just a personality thing. I'm trying to give you clothes that like I wouldn't put on because of, I mean, I think I'd look fine in a tube top. It's not, I just, it's, it's sort of like an age thing. Like the other day. Okay. The other day Mm. I had to go to the Apple store. All right. So I'm at a mall. And when I got there, they're like, you need to make an appointment and go waste some time. You've got 30 minutes. So I start walking around the mall. I go into like, I don't remember what it was. It was like a What's the, you know, it's one of those mall. places, it's an Americana mall. whatever, got one it. of those places. Yeah. Got and it. then go I go on. in and where do I, where am I, where does my heart take me? My heart takes me to the junior department. <laughs> like I'm already, I like walk over. In what store? It, it doesn't matter. It, it's that my, my, my soul is still, you know, anywhere from 15 to 25. Did you find anything in the junior department? I did. I saw a sweatshirt that I would still wear. And Did I was like, it? that's cute. And then now I talked myself out of it because I was like, it's in the junior department, Leash. Like, walk away. 
Here, okay. Well, on that note, I was cleaning out my closet the other day and I came across a, a pair of jeans and they were baggy jeans. And I was like, oh, I forgot I had these. And I put them on and I thought, oh, this is, I like these. Like they're baggy though. Like they're, mm-hmm. and, and I thought to myself, is this what like the kids are doing maybe that I can't do? Baggy and then jeans? I thought, what the wrong but with like baggy they're baggy. Jeans. They're kind of like, they're like kind of like baggy, like carpenter jeans that I've had that I forgot that I had. And I was like, oh, I forgot about these and I like them. And I too, and I thought, what the fuck am I doing? Of course that I can wear timeless. these. That's no, that's fine. You can wear those I miss till the day baggy clothes. I miss baggy clothes sometimes because they're easy. Why does everything have to be so skin tight? Thank you. I was, I, I've been drawn to like dressing more oversized lately. Yeah. T-shirts, I'm a little, like, I, I'm kind of going smaller on the T-shirts because I have so many big ones. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, I'll diversify. But I have so many things that are tight. <laughs> I want some baggy shit. I know. Loosen up. Loosen the fuck up. They're comfortable. It just looks comfy, too. Do you think it's all because of what we all went through last year? The pandemic? Yeah. Like, we just want to dress slouchy. I, I don't want to be I had a feeling right when we were talking, I don't remember, I think it was like, I don't know who I was having this conversation with, talking about what fashion would look like once we get past this pandemic nightmare. And I thought, oh, everyone's going to get really into really like cozy street fashion-y baggy shit because that's what we're so used to wearing. Well, it's now it's just about breaking the habit. Like, but I feel like I'm to. now getting into the habit because I don't I haven't worn like baggy jeans. Have you ever really dressed oversized like how like Billie Eilish dresses like where you wear like really oversized everything? Or like that Justin looks Bieber. So fun. Or him. Sure. It looks really comfortable, but. I don't know if that's something that would I would I would feel aesthetically please pleasing in. If mm-hmm. I look my, looked at that in the mirror. I'm going through a fashion thing lately. You want to hear it? Or is this so are people like are they blowing their heads off with these? It's OK. If they don't like they it, they can stop. hit stop and go to the I've next one. I've been going through a fashion thing lately mm. where. I kind of don't know who I am in in that in the clothing department anymore. How so? Well, I really I have a lot of like feminine stuff in my closet and I've really 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 just been like wanting to embrace like the like more boy side of myself. Right? Because I think that's where I'm most comfortable and I feel most like myself. Or it's just a, f- a new phase. Why does it have to be either or? It doesn't. But my, and my wardrobe reflects that. It's like all sides. It's kind of like, what Great. mood are you in? But that's I'm nice. noticing lately, whenever I try to put something on that's like pretty or frilly or whatever, or little flowers on it, whatever the hell it is. It feels inauthentic. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. Because yeah, that, that's not your, that's not the zone you're in. Right. I'm not in that zone right now. You'll get back into it. And yeah, and you hear this, that I want to shave the head. I want to like, what's happening to me? I wonder what it is. Um, it's a phase. No, it's just, you're just having a, you're having a moment. You're in a zone. Don't shave your head. But, you know, if you want to wear clothing that's more masculine, go for it. Yeah. 
No, I am. My closet, that's pretty much all I have. I don't think I've owned a dress in... You don't wear dresses. I don't. You never have. You know what? I don't don't feel like myself in them. Right. And I have never felt like myself in them from when I was little. Right. Wow. You know, my mom mom is so, you know, my mom, like she's so fashionable and she's Mm -hmm. so feminine and she's so elegant and classy, right? Yeah. And like she's 81 and she still wears stilettos. I mean, she's that woman. And when she found out she was having a daughter, I'm sure she had a fantasy of like dresses and ballet and pink and tea parties. Yeah, she did. Then I came out and boy, did I dash those dreams. Well, it's good that you like let her know early on that you weren't going to do it. Yeah. Well, there was dresses liberating. Yeah. And whereas like someone like you, you like dresses and you look Love good them. in them. When I put one on, I just, I don't, I just, I'm like, who, I, this is not me. I've seen you in a couple, I like, th- like a, we had a premiere once for you. Had a dress I on, wore a I dress, think. Yeah. yeah. Did someone pressure you to do that? No, I like that dress because it looked like a Klimt painting and that's why I liked mm. it. But, um, yeah, I would never wear that now. Or when we did that poster for the finale. Oh, yeah, remember I remember that. that. And I wore we a dress. Have jo- we have pictures where we're like joking in those. Yeah, but I did that consciously because I thought, oh, let's like switch it up. Oh, yeah. Because that's, some- that's the last thing anyone would expect. Exactly. And I'm sure some hated it, but that was the point is just like, this is the last one, so fuck it. When this series is over, are you going to do that again? Yes. No. No, <laughs> Probably not. It was. <laughs> Goodbye, no. everybody. No. In your dress. You and I did a photo shoot that no one's seen. We should do it again, actually. What photo shoot? We should redo it. Which one? In We're... the bowling alley? No, no, no. We did no, a photo no shoot in the bowling it. alley and I've never seen those photos. You, Jennifer, and I did it. And I think it was oh, the coolest right. concept. And we haven't, um, we never released them. How should we do that? They didn't come out that great. We were like, eh. But the idea of oh, them is actually, awesome. you know what, you know who actually, I remember those photos did not turn out great, but you know, whose photos did turn out great angels who did, who took like screen grabs really? on her iPhone that day. Yeah. I have a couple in my phone and I would take those over the actual photographs. Any well, day. I'd like to do a redo on that because I thought the concept was so freaking cool. Yeah, and we it was should, a cool concept. We should do that again. And just that do day it, do was it. like that. I remember that Correctly. day. That day was like going through the ass to pull a tooth. Well, it was it was not planned very well. Putting it mildly. Yeah, and then there was no lighting, which is not cute Thanks. for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's do it again, okay? Yeah, absolutely. I think we have to. I don't know. Actually, I just got an email that you're attached to about a photo shoot. Um, what? Yeah. Look in your email and, uh, maybe we can do it then. Okay. Great. Great. But we did a photo shoot in a bowling alley once. We did. I don't remember what it was for. I've seen him though. It was for a magazine. Like our hair is kind of like, I love Lucy. Mm -hmm. Was it for nylon? It was for some fucking magazine. I don't know. That was Magazine sweet. Up. See, I love I love when they're very clear on what they're taking. I do. Yeah. I like concepts. Me too. I like a concept photo shoot. Yeah. I'd like to see those photos one day. 
actually, uh, that's never going to happen because I would have seen them already. But someone, someone could tag us, and I'm th- maybe somebody has one. Maybe we're holding what bowling magazine balls. Was, I'm sure it it's for that a magazine that probably doesn't exist anymore. Because I'm sure are going we'll do extinct, any of them. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, that was over ten years ago. Way and over bowling 10 years alley ago. was over by the airport. It was some random bowling alley. Oh, I don't. Re- I don't remember where we were. I do because we were in the same car, and we were thinking, "Where the fuck is this place?" Because it was mm. before Waze. I'm sure. So we had like <laughs> map quest directions or something. Oh, we drove know. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting really excited about my car next year, even though I have to wait forever. Yeah, what month are you getting that? I don't know. It's in the spring. In the spring? I thought it was coming in February. No. Uh. It's the, it'll be like, but the thing is, I've had my my car for 10 years. Same car. And it's just like, I'm like, oh my God, the day is coming. I get to like get in something else. It's fun getting into a new car. I'm going to feel that feeling. And I'm looking the forward smell. to it. How the yeah, brakes not, are really tight. But like for me, it's going to be about the technology change. Like my car doesn't have Bluetooth. It doesn't have, there's no speaker. I can't talk to anybody. I have to put my ear, earbuds in or scream into my phone, which is dangerous because I'm still holding it while I'm talking. Like it's like, it's all bad. It's all like, it's like I'm from, from. Do you, you think know, when you put your phone, there's a CD what player you can do in now it? Is you can, there's a what? A CD player. Is that new to you? No, I'm saying that's still in my, that's, that's how old oh, my car is. Oh, that's what's in your car. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, well, question. When you get your new car, you'll get, I'm sure it'll come with a screen because everything's touch screen Yeah, now. exactly. And you plug in your this phone and your phone will then sync up. So let's say you're on Waze because you need directions. Yeah. When you finally turn so off fun. the fucking voice prompts. Oh, do you have a problem? I didn't know you had a, such an issue. <laughs> Alicia, it's been driving me crazy since the invention of GPS what? in the phone. I didn't know when. when Please you... make a left turn. <laughs> I do. I put the English person on. I in a sorry. half mile. Make turn. Make right. I love that she's telling me. Again. I don't have to look down. Kate, you don't understand how dangerous it, it is. It, it's it, fallen it, down by my pedals. Yeah, understood. But now, because you have this little tiny screen that you've been. Yeah, looking at like, but now that you actually will have a screen. Yeah. Can we turn it off? Yeah, I'm going to turn it off so hard for you. Yeah. At least when I'm in the car, I beg of you. Oh, I'll do it permanently. Please make a right. Yeah. And I'm like, thank you. Um, Do you know what I put in my car like five years ago? Because Mm. I was, I had, I went to like one of those aftermarket places. And I was like, I'd like to be able. I was like, I'd like to be able to listen to music from my phone in my car. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I can't. Yeah. Um, there's you, you can't sync it to anything. So he had to drill this little system in where I then I had to get like a, you know, tiny cable. Yeah, the piggy tail. Yeah, from my from mm-hmm. my phone to my thing, and then I have to turn it to AM radio. Oh, angel. To a certain channel. <laughs> To hear it. And it's the worst quality. It's all shh. And then like my songs will come on. This is what I've been dealing with. Your mind is going to be blown. 
I know. I'm going to feel like I'm in 2001 A Space Odyssey, even though it's way past that year. You're going to feel like you're in the here and now. Yeah. When it's just boop. Even like driving to work, I think people look at me like, is she still in that fucking beater? <laughs> like, what is she doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't really give a shit about cars. I don't I, either. Like, I don't like I'm not I, like it's fun to get into a new one. I got a new one last year and yeah, it's fun and the smell and you get into it and everything's brand new and untouched. And yeah, that's exciting for about a week. And then I think, all right, it's a car. Yeah. Still four wheels, right? Nobody's yeah. flying. Mm-mm. But I don't get I don't get impressed or turned on by like, oh, look at that car. No, but some Can't people imagine. do. Some people love cars, well, people especially in this like town. People. people love spending money on cars and good watches. Right. I guess like that's their thing, you know. But um, yeah, I, don't, I never gave a shit. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Whenever you get a new car, you turn on it within two weeks. Yeah. I'm sure I've turned on this one. I'm sure you have. By the way, I've turned on some of your cars, too. Yeah, because they're uncomfortable in the passenger seat. My big Jeep. I didn't. Listen, it made me car sick. It felt like I was being thrown around. I know. The shocks were terrible. No wonder your back hurts. I think it was from that car. I got felt bad for anyone who got in the back seat because they would get car sick. They'd be like, oh, I'm feeling queasy. And I get it. There's like, just everything's hollow. Uh-huh. Fuck, it was fun to drive, though. Oh, I'm sure when you're all alone in it. I wonder if mine will have that sensation. Hopefully they'll have worked on the shot. I would hope that the insulation is a bit better in 2021. I'm supposed to be able to like take mine off the road. Do you want to take it off the road? Well, I think for, you know, you can go to those parks. Uh, have fun with that. You don't want to go? Not really. Oh, no, it's fun. You're supposed to take the top off and then you get like, you get it all muddy. I think you'd well, have fun. I don't know. Okay. Well, One thing I did have fun invited. though in the old Jeep was that in the desert, I used to do donuts. Mm-hmm. And the Jeep could handle it really well. And it would just, I'd like just watch the spray in the rearview mirror. And that was a blast. That's cute. You mean the de- spray of like sand? The spray of the sand was like, you know, it was just God, like. That's so messy. Yeah. Where would you do fun. that? Where was in I? In the desert. In the desert. No, where? Where in the desert? In Joshua Tree. Huh. I don't think I ever heard about this. Doing donuts in the snow is the I most I did fun it. thing I was, on the planet. I did it by myself. I don't think anyone was with me. I just thought, oh, oh that'll okay. be fun. Let's give it a shot. There was enough space. <laughs> How many did you do? I don't know. Like, did you keep going and going and going? No, I just wanted to see if I could do it. I'm a city yeah. kid. I never yeah. did donuts. I was like, right. now I can do it. I have the space. That's Let's true. Try it. That's thought, true. All right, that's fun. And then... I was like, yeah, that was it. <laughs> like I said, I don't, uh, that's not my scene, this off-roading thing. If I happen to be with you one day where off-roading is, is a necessity to get to where we're going. Well, we well, should then, practice okay, sure. just in case sure. we're but stranded Just somewhere. to be like, hey, do you want to go off-roading? Didn't we hey. do that, Kate? Didn't we do that in... We did with Eileen at Sundance. At Sundance. I thought so. We got into a... 
maybe it was a forerunner. It was some some four by four car. And we each took turns with the, let's say it was a forerunner, or the Toyota representative who was sitting in the passenger seat telling us how to do it. And I thought, this is boring. I was like, you're going two miles an hour, climbing these rocks. Who cares? You're just getting kind of banged around in the back because it's uneven. I was like, what's a good time in this? For me, when I think of off-roading, the part that sounds fun would be like coming off of a hill into like a, like a quick creek, like through the, and then back on the other side. I'll tell you this. Over some water. If I had a brand new car. That's the last place you're going to take it. That's the last fucking thing I'd be doing with it, even if it could handle off-roading. You're right. I'm not going to do that for so long. You're never going to do it. Maybe in like a year after I have it. Okay. Put that in your calendar as well and remind me of that in a year (laughs) from now. It's going to be that thing like when you would get a new guitar and when you get the first nick on it, it was always Mm -hmm. the worst moment. You're like, fuck. But, Mm. you know, and then you nick it to death after that and you're fine with it. But it's like that first one. That's how I was with my Nike sneakers as a kid. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I really wanted a pair of Air Jordans when I was little, mm-hmm. when they first came out. And I think for my birthday, my my parents were like, I will right, we'll get you a pair. And I was so excited. High tops. It's when I discovered high tops. Mm-hmm. And I treated these things like Fabergé eggs. <laughs> like I would sit there at night and like clean them because I don't want them to, because they were Have white. Scuffs. Yeah, I think, were they all white? They might have been. Anyway, I would just like treat them every evening to get all the scuffs off. Did you put white shoe polish on them? No, I didn't know how to do. No, I was yeah. like 10 like, or 11. Okay. Like, I don't know anything about that. Like I was just, there was no YouTube video to say how to get scuffs off. I would just mm-hmm. sit there with a little rag and some water, and some soap and just like take up all the scuffs. That's adorable. I love my Air Jordans. I love dirty white sneakers. Me too. I have a thing for them. When I get, I don't love white sneakers. It's like, I don't think I look good in them for whatever reason. But the times I have had them, I run them over with a car. Yeah, you have to. I hate bright white sneakers. Uh, Me too. But more than hating bright white ones, I love dirty white sneakers. I think they look really cool. They look awesome. If they're really dirty white, I think I could swing it, but... Anything less than, and I can't wear them. Yeah, you don't want like an in-between white. Mm-mm. Like where you're like, they're kind of dirty, but they're kind of new looking. Gross. Mm-hmm. You like go in, just go in hard with it. Exactly. Exactly. I can really you... break a shoe in pretty well, pretty quickly. So can I. All I have to do is garden. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or do some boot. renovation project. My girlfriend had boots. She was, I, I kind of made, I didn't make her get them. We were traveling and I was like, they're so cool. She never put them on. And I was like, give them to me. What boots? Oh, there's just these brown boots. And when I tell you, if I put them on or she puts them on now, people are always like, oh, where'd she get this? Because they're, they're so perfectly broken in. How'd you break them in? Because of me. What'd you do? Because I wear them everywhere. I know. But what, did you do anything in particular? Because oh, in LA, you're not really going to break them in. You're always driving. No, you're going to wear them out in the yard a ton of times. Yeah. Take them to like get lumber. Take them to you know, pick up some plants, take them, you know, to a trip to New York, walk around in them for a week, like everywhere. You just take them everywhere. And then they look like little, like it looks like you've had them forever. 
I'm remembering that when you brought your white Doc Martens to New York, and uh, you could only walk like so mad, Kate. <laughs> we had to turn around, and we had to turn around. I was pissed. You were so you were so excited to bring those with you too. I know. I was like, "This is great." I'm gonna that's see that's a perfect example. I was like, "I'm gonna break these in," and then there it was the like beginning of a blister within two blocks. I was like, "Nope." Turn it. Have you worn it was them actually since? you. You were like, let's turn them around. Let's turn around and go. And you're like, no, I can Save do you. it. And I, said, I was no. like, I can do it, Kate. No. <laughs> can you imagine? You no. would have been carrying me home. I just wanted to enjoy a nice leisurely walk through yeah. the city at dusk. Without me and, complaining. In perfect weather without hearing Like, go, ow, ow, ow. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't want to get a taxi. I, I don't want to get a fucking Uber. Yeah. I just want to walk. We never get to do it. Um, have you worn them since? I have not. No, I shoved them right back in the closet. Wow. Angry. I was angry. So like, where am I? How am I going to break these in now if I can't walk in them? Weren't your socks slipping down underneath your heels? All of it. And those it was things? that thing you where need they better go. socks. You need to put on your Bombas. I know. I didn't have, I think I had already worn them all. I packed like a perfect amount of socks and like all I had left were like little thin ones. You always have to bring more than what you think of with socks on traveling. Right. Socks and underwear. I usually do. I don't know. It, maybe just. That's the. That's I didn't the, plan for something like that happening. I was very upset for you. A sock shortage. I know you were. Too and remember you the know. sweet relief you had when you came back down uh, the stairs in so your comfortable I was like boots. Skipping. I was yes. skipping to where we were going. <laughs> your feet are like, like you know you singing Disney quickly? songs. They're so slowly, happy. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that maybe we have two listeners left, should we answer a question <laughs> yeah. or two? Hey, team. My name is Emma. I'm from uh, Sydney, Australia, calling in to say g'day. Sorry. Sorry about that. G'day. Uh, g'day. I'm a mom, so I don't get a lot of uh, stillness and quiet time. But when I do, um, I kind of, as lockdowns do, make you think about your life and your choices. And, um, and I'm a speech pathologist. Um, by day. Uh, and I guess, um, I'm interested to know about what you think was your calling and whether or not you felt like acting was really your calling or being an artist was really your calling. Um, sometimes I don't necessarily think that speech pathology is my calling. Um, I don't know what else I do. Um, cause I do love it. I like, she says, think about your life, life. I can't do it. God, I suck at accents. Lockdown will really make you uh, get into your head. It's made everybody rethink everything about themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I for sure. Um, yes, I definitely felt like I had a calling to be on some sort of uh, platform where some sort of showbiz <laughs> platform. Um, but what's happening to me in my in my later years, it's like I sometimes don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, am I really going to keep being a being dancing judged bear? at like 70 years old? Yeah. Or like if you yeah. have an audition and you got to put yourself in, you're like, Ugh, someone's going to watch this and be like mm-hmm. judging me or deciding if I should be. On. It's just, it's kind of for me, like taking it back in my own hands, the quality, the time spent, what I'm going to do with it. Yeah. That's what it's, it's always the questions. auditions for me too, or when that, co- I, I hate auditioning. Well, I don't who know. likes it? 
I think some people actually get off on it, but it's different now because you have to do it yourself. So now we have this entirely new job. We've talked about this where you have to do you're everything. in charge of the lighting and your makeup and all this stuff to like put yourself on tape and make it look pretty so you can submit it. And, uh-huh. ugh, and like that whole thing always makes me question my life choices. But I also grew up really not knowing anything else. <laughs> and I enjoyed it, but I didn't. It's not like I grew up with a family of doctors and lawyers and. You're like, I'm pe- offer only. No, I grew the- up with people who are artists. Like every, and I'm lucky. Like everyone in my family was an artist in one form or another. So I grew up in that world. And I think that people um, who do other things besides what we do have like a similar worry about judgment or I don't know. Don't you think everybody kind of. Of course. Carries that around. Of course. Ours is just like a daily uh, make or break it. That, and then when you make it, then you're then being at, then you're putting yourself out there to be judged by the masses and it's par for the course, right? Sure. But I think if you love what you're doing, that kind of, that, that stuff just kind of washes away. Yeah. Like when I'm actually loving work, like when we go to work and you're just playing like a character you love and, yeah. you know, cause we know these characters so well at this point, like I enjoy that from front to back, like the whole yeah. process. But if yeah. somebody was like you have to audition for that part today. I'd have all, all the anxiety would come up and the insecurities and the... That's what I'm know. saying. Life choices. Like, why did I do this again? Why did I do what again? Like when you have to put yourself on audition, put yourself on tape for because an audition. Because we have to work. We have no I choice. I understand. But that's the, what I'm saying is those are the moments where I, I think to myself, why am I doing this again? Right. But then I, but like, like you, I get on set and I couldn't be happier. Exactly. Somebody told me that um, it's like pearls of a necklace to think of auditioning like that. Like Hmm. you go, you make a knot and then you put on the pearl and you make the knot. So it's like the first knot is the preparation and everything you put into it. And then you slip on the knot and which is the, I mean, sorry, slip on the pearl, which is the audition. And then Mm -hmm. after the pearl, you make another knot, which is you let it go. So like, Think of like auditioning like a whole necklace of pearls. Well, yeah, you have to because then it's out you of your hands. You can't take each one. You get, well, or don't make any more important than any other ones. Like you should treat them all the same. They're all just pearls on a necklace. Yeah. Well, and you have to. Because like, cool. the moment you send that tape in or the moment you walk out of that casting office, like that's it. It's out of your hands. Yeah, but you got to let it go. Exactly. That's, that's part of the work too. It's like you can't obsess and go... Wonder what they thought, or what they you know, wonder what I'm going to hear. None of that. When I'm done with an audition, and I, I'm like, okay, I did well in that. The sense uh-huh. of relief I have, it's like a weight off my shoulders because I think I've done my job. Yeah, I you, did it. And you are either going to agree or you won't. And if you won't, then it wasn't meant to be. And if you right. do agree, we'll talk again soon. Right. Because what's meant to be is meant to be. Exactly. And that's how I, how I always look at it. When something doesn't work out, I always think, well, you know what? I'll know the reason for that maybe in a couple of years. When I watch the person who got it. <laughs> or, you know, when something else comes around and I realize oh, I couldn't have done this with that. Like, you know, it's everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Do you rip up your sides? I always rip them up. And throw oh, them in the it's trash. such heaven. I'm like, bye. <laughs> yeah. Don't you? No, I hang on to them right for away. prosperity. No, I get rid of them. <laughs> and then I feel bad that I wasted all that paper. 
what, that you printed the sides on? I had to put myself on tape not that long ago, and there was like 15 pages of sides. You like, could oh, always recycle, you know, use the backside. Recycle. Write some lists. That's true. Uh, that's true. Well, too late. For the next yeah. audition. Yeah, thanks. All right, what's next? All right, we have a write-in. Hi, Kate and Leisha. I hope you guys are doing well. My name is Carla. I'm 20. And my question to you is, do you think we have to fall in love with ourselves before letting someone else love us? Uh, Carla. Yes. One on 101, Carla. 101, Carla. As RuPaul would say, how mm-hmm. can you love anybody if you don't love yourself? He says something like that. I'm paraphrasing RuPaul. But that's his big send off at the end of Drag Race. <laughs> you should probably episode. get the saying right if you're going to say it. I know. I, yeah, Anna's, Anna the loves gist. the show. It's her favorite show. And I hear it in the background a lot. Um, yeah. You have to. You can't ha- expect someone to do all that work for you. Nor should they, nor will they want to. And you're worth loving. So love yourself. And you don't really know how to properly love someone else if you don't love yourself first. Exactly. You don't even know how to do it. Or practice loving yourself the way you would love someone else. It's a good mm-hmm. practice. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Self-love is hard. I say that I was just, I just sounded so like know-it-all-y just then. I even heard it in my no, voice. You didn't. And meanwhile... I'll you rip myself sound, to shreds. You didn't, you didn't sound know it all. You just <laughs> but sounded down, like I someone. Myself. You sounded like someone who's like, yeah, obviously, but no one gets perfect at that. No, it's. A, I think it's something we. It takes practice all every day, every fucking day. Hey, ladies. Uh, my name is Anya, and I'm calling from Vancouver. I actually work in film, and I'm currently working on a show at the office. You used to do that. So, as a fan of the show, it's oh, all really? around. Imagine what kind of trouble you probably got into here. <laughs> um, anyways, I have two <laughs> questions. Oh my God. Firstly, if you were to choose one job on the crew, so excluding director, producer, writer, etc., what job would you choose? And then what would be the last job you'd want? I currently work in both the AD and production department, so it's fun to hear what uh, jobs cast um, would find interesting or not interesting to do. Wait, she's in our old production office. I can't believe she's there. I wonder if she's she's wandering around in like where we spent so many years. Oh my God. So does Rose not own that anymore? I don't know. Maybe she does. Maybe she's working on something. I want to know what show it is. The memories of that, that building, because it was, it's, it's a kind of a small, like in-house. Yeah. In-house production office, right? You have everything. Everything's right there. Yeah, they had the post was there. They had, um, they had everything like the art department, everything. And we would just like meander through. Oh my god, what a blast! Yeah, we drove. So, I think we drove the people in the in the production office crazy when we would have. Well, they long had that breaks. couch. They put a couch in the middle. And we which sat was on their the couch mistake. and just so we'd ate all snacks and look at magazines and bullshit and bother people. We got people. bored of our trailers sometimes. We're like, oh, let's go in there. And then we would just like, all of us would end up in there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like people were trying to get their jobs done that day. Oh, I love it there. Um, okay. Fantastic question. Yeah, great okay, go question. Ahead. Kate, you go first. Um, go with what you'd want to do. 
She said minus producing, directing, and writing. Yeah, because those are obvious. It would be an editor. Good one. I would be an editor. The power an editor has. I don't mean power like, oh, I'm going to make or break you, but it's they. (laughs) The almighty. In a way, they sort of are the almighty. I don't see it in that nefarious way. It's just you can, the way you can mold something fascinates me. You can completely change something with editing. And that to me would be really satisfying to do. Yeah. What would you like to do least of all? The least? The least. It's not that I... It, I, I say this because this is a job that I, I genuinely, I don't understand how they do it. I really don't. Like the people who run base camp are fucking heroes. With all saints. the requests, they're saints and they're patient and they're smart and they can multitask and they can, you know, deal with 15 different personalities at once if they have Schedules. to. Schedules. They've got Schedules. people breathing down their neck, in their ear, on their walkies. Yeah. Actors screaming at them from their trailers, requesting snacks, requesting wardrobe. Can I see hair again? Whatever the fuck. And that's just one element. Or I'll be there in a minute. That's the All of it. They are the first there. They are the last to leave. Mm -hmm. Fucking heroes. I don't think I have the capability to do that. Yeah. It It takes a certain person who's got it all. Yeah. I think you would be... I mean, I, I, I say this with all the love and kindness in the world. You would be the worst AD at Horrible. that I'd ever meet. Horrible. I'd be terrible. I would, I would stop answering calls. You'd be like, when do I point. get to leave? 100%. <laughs> I'd say, stop asking me questions. Mm-hmm. I'm turning my ringer off. You would slam the you. door in like a, like a mean actor's face if they like give you attitude. Yeah. I don't have the patience. Right. Or the skill to do that. Anyway, mad respect to the people who run base camp. Seriously. Pam on our show. Fucking love Pam. Oh, my God. Um, I. What about you? Would be a casting director. Oh, good one. Sign me up. I want good to see one. everybody's tape. I want mm-hmm. to read people together. I want to do chemistry reads. Mm-hmm. I want to be blown away by like the way somebody does something that I never thought they'd do it. I would love to find undiscovered talent. Yeah. Ugh, like if somebody just like walks in and you're like, where'd they come from? What's mm-hmm. their story? That sounds like so much fun to me. Yep. And I also think much like an editor that can make or break anything. 100%. You get good casting on something and you're off to the races. What would you least like to do? I don't want to look at lighting. I don't want to think about it. I don't care. Really? I don't want to hear an actor need lighting or act like <laughs> they know what they're talking about. Wow. I, it, to me, it's so, I don't understand it so much so that like, I don't care. Like when I walk onto a set, whatever they've done doesn't make any sense to me. Really? Because you don't really see what they're doing anyway. Like something could be like, 
really brightly lit, but then when you watch it, it looks really dark or like when you, it's such a skill and it's such a, an art that when people are really good at it, it's mind boggling to me, but I don't understand it. And I, and I have no desire to. Oh, I opposite. I think it's fascinating. I had a really good DP once explained to me, I was like, how would you light this room? For instance, we were in a room. I was like, how would you light this? And he just explained like, all right, well, just to simplify it, um, this is how you would do it. And from that conversation, I thought, oh, that's really fucking fascinating. No, it's fascinating. And it's, it's, people are so skilled at this and, and shows look completely different because of this department. I just don't, I don't have the desire to understand it. I understand. I got it. Cameras and all that. No, can't. I mean, that's different. It's, it's more like it's lighting. I just, it's It's the lighting, how to light a space, but also, okay. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Hi, Kate and Lisa. Uh, this is Stella from Norway. And uh, I was calling about a slight dilemma I have. Because a couple of months ago, I sort of broke up with this girl I was seeing. It wasn't very serious. We'd only been going out for about two months. But I wasn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what I was feeling and I was scared of stringing her along. So I broke it off before it got too serious. But now, three months later, I regret it really badly because she's beautiful and super fun and we're still friends, but I want to be more than friends with her. Do I go back or do I try to get her back, talk to her, tell her how I feel, or do I just accept that maybe I didn't take things to the next step with her for a reason? I don't know. I feel like I always end up in this situation when I date a girl. Um, I just don't let it get serious enough to know if it would work or not. So, yeah. Anyway, any tips would help me. Thanks. Love you guys. I feel like you're looking at it as though you have to do all the work to get the person. And then when you have the person, it's like the work stops. I mean, that's what a relationship is. So even if you went back to this girl, and you were like, I want to work it out with you. I feel like I'm hearing that you're kind of like, but then I don't know if it'll work. But that's not how, it, it's not really like, it's not so result oriented like that. Do you know what I'm saying, Kate? I do. I do understand what you're saying. I'm wondering what were the reasons, like if this is a pattern, what are the reasons that you want to then get back together with them? Is it because they're unavailable and you that suddenly makes them desirable? Do you know what I mean? Are you asking me? I'm just oh. putting it out there. I'm just like, I'm just trying to, you know, di- translate what she said into my own brain. And, and, um, but she said, I, I, I want to, I want to get back together with her, but I'm scared it won't work out. But it's like. Right. But what are the reasons why you broke up in the first place? And I'm asking, why do you want to get back back together with her if you weren't feeling it initially? And what I'm asking again is, does she seem desirable again? Because maybe she's unattainable in some way, because that can be attractive. 
I feel worried for the girl. And I feel like until you understand what you need to work on in order to be with someone, like you're going to keep running into this every time. It might be like along the lines of what you're saying, Kate. Maybe. But I'd also want to like think about why you want to get, what is the reason really why you want to get back together with them? Like really ask yourself that question. Be honest. Because um, w- that, you know, we have a habit of wanting things that we can't have, even if you've once had it. And that can turn into a pattern at times. And so don't fall into that pattern because it's not authentic. You'll wind up hurting someone and wasting their time and wasting your time. Especially the second time. Exactly. Like, what were the reasons? What are the reasons that you want to get back together? Did you laugh a lot? Did you laugh a lot? Was the sex great? You have a lot in common. I mean, it should be all of those things, in my opinion. <laughs> Don't settle be. for less. Oh, <laughs> Don't why settle would for you less. Run back? I hope we helped. Hi, Kate. Hi, Alicia. This is Tina from San Diego, California, and I have a question. What will people say about you at your funeral? <laughs> so I've died a couple of times in my life. I have a heart condition, and I was lucky to make it through. What? And I was just wondering what people would say about me if I did die. And I was wondering what people would say about you guys if you do pass away. Um, I love you guys' show and take care and be safe. Wait. See you guys later. Bye. I wish we had her on right now because I have so many questions. Was this like a thing where like they had to bring like your heart stopped? And and so there was some sort of like afterlife experience. That's what I want to talk to her about. More than once, it sounds like. She said more than once. She's died on multiple occasions. Wow. I want to talk to you. Me too. What's that like? I'm I'm obsessed with any afterlife TV Me television too. show. Documentaries mm. about it. Oh my God. I love them all. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about what someone's going to say about me when I'm dead. Ugh. I don't either. Ugh. I don't want to think about that. I don't know. I just, I hope that in general, I just hope I left people with a good feeling. Whatever that was. I hope there's not someone in the audience. Audience. <laughs> Hopefully you'll have a standing ovation. <laughs> I hope there's not someone like mumbling under their breath like this bitch. No, I. I don't know. I just the hope last I've done thing anyone would say. The last thing anyone here. would say at your funeral is this bitch. <laughs> and if they do, I'll smack them. No, Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm with you. I don't want to know what people say about me at a funeral. The truth is, when that happens... We're not going to be there to hear it. I'm not going to be there anyway, so it's not my problem. (sighs) Not my problem. I think, think, you know, funerals mostly are for closure for everyone who's been left behind. It's for the living. It's not for the dead. I hope someone tells a good joke. I don't know. No idea. Ugh, death. It's, It's... it's a real rough subject for me. Anyway, I hope you're okay. I'd like to say that. Yeah, She's probably like, a trippy, I'm fine. trippy, trippy question, but understood. 
considering the circumstances, we just don't have good answers for you. Um, I mean, I can make a promise to you, Kate, uh, that if you were to die before me, this is uh-huh. sissy. It just feels this sad is horrible. To talk about. But finish your thought. I would have a lot of like really great things to say about you. Like I'll do it for you. Don't worry. Okay. Even though you're not going to hear it, I'm giving you comfort in your living self right now that you'll that you'll have some nice things said about you. Well, and if it's reversed, um, <laughs> you can guarantee that I will <laughs> repay that favor, and the nicest things will be said about you. But if we die together, we just have to leave it in the hands of everyone else in our lives. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, weird. What a depressing, to even say it felt bad. It's not my, not my favorite topic by any mm-hmm. means. And I also don't really have a whole lot to say about it. I really like life. Like I'd like it to keep going for a Me while. Me too. I mean, obviously it has to come to an end at some point, but I'm sure. still really into it. Yeah, me too. There's still a lot I want to do. So I'd like to kick around for a, a long while. I feel bad for my mom, though. My mom is going to be 81 next month. Kate! And no, no, I'm not talking about her. It's a and terrible segue. Every time I talk, no, no, no. I'm, every time I talk to her, she's of that age where like she's losing friends. Right. Mm-hmm. And so in the last two weeks, because we talk every night, in the last two weeks, I, I want to say it was at least four times I call her. I always call her in the evening and uh, I'm like, how was your day? And she said, oh, I lost another friend. And I always feel so ah. bad because that's that age where like you start losing your peers. All right. Well, on that note, um, I do plan, I, I plan on sticking around next week to uh, do another one. Be able to do an- one more pants. Don't, don't put that out there. Um, we're going to do pan- pants infinity. <laughs> pants forever and um yeah we still have our live show december 7th 6 p.m tickets are on sale now get them hot we're gonna add some other get them while they're hot we're also gonna add some things we need to actually figure that out this week um little bonus things if you guys are interested oh we've Um, got we one one came in yesterday that we're both excited about yeah or this morning not yesterday yeah and we have uh a few other little things (laughs) Oh. oh God! It's Mo's dinner hey, Mo. time. Yeah, okay. at three forty. At three forty-seven, she becomes a terrorist. Um. um all right. Don't love you, Kate. Like anyway, I love you. And Mo thanks loves everyone. You. I love Mo. Thanks everyone for listening to this. All right, week's everybody. Of That's pants. right. Next week, pants. Okay. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Menig, and Leisha Haley, produced by Melissa D. Montz. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow Pants on Instagram at The Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS and graphics are by Love Fox. Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.